0: You're listening to Partnership Aligned Podcast, hosted by Ilana Israel. If you're a woman and you want to feel happier and more connected to your partner, and you're not afraid to do the inner work that it takes to get there, then this is the podcast for you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Partnership Aligned Podcast, episode 22. If you don't know me personally, then you might not know that 22 is my lucky number. It's my favorite number. Anything that has to do with 22 always works out. I was born on the 22nd, and anytime I'm playing roulette, which is like never, like twice in my whole life, I always put money on 22 and I always win. And it's 2022, and so far it's been a fabulous year. So 22 continues to be my number. All right, today I want to talk to you about the stages before a relationship ends. This is not to scare you at all. This is to educate you. If you find that you are in one of these stages, that's great because now you know the direction you're heading in and you can choose to turn that car around if you want to it's when we don't have the awareness of what we're doing, that's when we're in the most trouble. When we're just trying to survive the day and we're not looking at the big picture of what's going on in our relationship, that's when, unfortunately, one day we end up looking back and saying, what the hell happened there? Now, I didn't make up these stages. They were developed by Dr. Mark Knapp, who is a leading professor and scholar of relationships, communication, and connection. He specializes in nonverbal communication, and he's got a bunch of awards, so this guy knows his shit. And I align with his material, so I wanted to go over it here on the podcast and give you some of my thoughts for how to use this information to your advantage in your relationship. So Dr. Knapp identifies 10 stages of a relationship overall. The first five highlight how a relationship escalates, or in other words, he takes you from meeting each other all the way through to bonding. I'm going to skip over that part because, well, first of all, you can look it up if you want to, Dr. Knapp, K-N-A-P-P. But also, my listeners, most of you guys are in a relationship past the escalation phase. You've already been bonded. And now you're listening to this podcast because you might be in some pain because maybe you're in one of the latter five stages. So let's go into that. Once a couple has gone through the first five stages and are now bonded, inevitably challenges come up. All couples have challenges, even the happiest and healthiest couples have struggles and challenges. It is at this point that a couple may enter the stage of differentiation. This is when one or both partners start reclaiming their individuality. Now there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. In fact, couples are still healthy at this stage, but when too much differentiation happens, they begin thinking about themselves without thinking about the partner or the relationship. They will make decisions that affect their spouse without talking to them about it. They check in with each other less often, and they begin to reduce the feeling of being a totally bonded couple. Then comes the circumscribing stage. This is where differentiation becomes really intense. In other words, communication lessens even more. A really important part of this stage is that the couple begins avoiding the topics that bring up fear and conflict. In other words, the difficult conversations stop. Then comes stagnation. This is the point where the couple just gets used to not being bonded. The communication is even less, and they essentially just stay together for the kids or the finances. Intimate conversations are long gone, and the roommate experience begins to rear its ugly head. Then comes the avoidance stage. This is where partners intentionally avoid each other by possibly living in separate bedrooms, leading separate lives, and not having any physical touch at all. They actually restrict themselves from conversing. And lastly, there is termination, where the couple breaks the partnership and splits up. So what can we learn from this well-researched relationship model? That there is nothing more important than talking things out. If we go back and look at the differentiation stage, which is the first stage that I mentioned way before termination is even on the table, the first mistake the couple makes is to stop thinking as if they are in a partnership and to claim individuality in a way that doesn't serve the relationship, aka they stop communicating in a way that breeds connection. So I want to talk about this for a minute because I'm a huge supporter of individuality within relationships. Like I said, that's still a healthy place to be. But as my mother always says, everything in moderation. I believe in having alone time. I believe in having girls night or guys night. I believe in time alone with other family members. I believe in building in a part of your life that is just for you. But there is a difference between taking time and activities for yourself to recharge and having a mindset that is just for you. When you are out with your friends, are you conducting yourself in a way that serves your partnership? How do you talk about your partner to other people? When you make decisions, do you take your partner into account? Do you discuss your thoughts and feelings? Each stage mentioned after that is really just a more intense stage of the one before. It all stems from lack of communication. Now, couples stop talking for all kinds of reasons, but every single one of those reasons can be simplified and dumbed down into fear. The biggest ones are fear of conflict, fear of rejection, and fear of being alone. I know for me, it was fear of being disapproved of or fear of being judged One thing I always like to say to people who are choosing not to communicate out of fear is that you should be more afraid of not talking. Difficult conversations can definitely be anxiety provoking, but they are so essential to building a healthy relationship or to reviving yours. But when you're not used to having them, it can be really scary. So if you need some help in this area, listen to episode 13, Rules for Having a Difficult Conversation with Your Partner. I'll link that in the show notes for you. That hit that you take in your gut when you feel that conflict or when you feel like you're being judged, that is worth feeling for the sake of being true to yourself and being true to your relationship. All difficult feelings pass, especially if you allow yourself to feel them right away. They are temporary, but the damage done when you avoid conversation over and over and over is not temporary. So this is my invitation to you. Regardless of which of these stages you're in, what are you avoiding talking about? What's the fear behind that avoidance? Is that fear worth losing connection and moving through these stages How can you show up with courage in your relationship? How can you just do the hard thing? All couples have difficult times and challenges, but the healthy ones identify the problem and talk about it, and they come up with solutions together. The unhealthy couples ignore them and sweep them under the rug. But there is hope, my friend. If the problem is avoiding communication, then the solution is to stop avoiding it. So to end, I just wanted to reiterate the fact that no matter what the challenge is that comes up in your marriage, not talking about it is always more dangerous than talking about it. It won't feel that way because the fear of the conflict, the fear of the rejection, the fear of the fighting or anything else you might be afraid of, that will feel like life or death. Because your brain interprets those types of quote emotional dangers as actual physical danger. So the signals that it sends to you is actually similar to a life or death threat. I know it's dramatic, but it's true. So I say to you again whatever it is that's keeping you from having a conversation with your partner, it is not a good enough reason. Say how you feel. Say what you're thinking. Invite your partner to have a conversation with you. Say it confidently. Say it respectfully. And say it for the sake of your partnership. Thanks so much for listening. If you resonate with this work, then I have a free guide that is just for you. Four steps to cultivate better communication deeper intimacy with your partner, and more self-empowerment for you. Go to partnershipaligned.com forward slash guide and download it today. And help me reach more women by leaving a review. Because remember, a healthier relationship, it always starts with a healthier you.